You know what I think of you? I don't care what you think of me. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Reject the Regular. My name is Angel. And I'm Jen. And we're talking about other people today. Gossiping. That is not what we're talking about. Why aren't you this funny when we start doing the intro? I don't know. Oh, jeez. Okay. We are talking about what other people think of you is none of your business. Yeah. And I, I like it. The quote came up. Uh, I was listening to T. Harv Ecker. Okay. That's who it was. I was like, I don't know who And he said was. it came from Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh. And I don't think she's like the originator of it. But anyway, I like it. We don't know the original person, but it's a good statement no matter mm-hmm. what. Yeah. So when you said this, I was like, oh, yeah, I love that. Because then that means like anything bad people think of me, I don't care. It's none of my business. But then you're like, and good. And I was like, oh, that's stupid. <laughs> and what? And the good things, like the praises. Oh, yeah. So, so there's it, the yeah. two parts of that. There's a, we'll just talk about in the beginning of, because uh, your mind immediately goes to like the judgment and stuff. Yeah. Of how people might be judging you. Mm-hmm. And it's not your business to be in their head. Like you shouldn't be, you're not in control of anybody else's thoughts. Mm-mm. It's really not your, not your role or your responsibility to, to manage their thoughts. Mm-hmm. And so why do we give so much weight to their thoughts of us? And so it's kind of like, like when I heard that, it was like a kind of an epiphany. And it's just the way it said, like you always hear of, um, don't, how did, how did they say it? Like, don't care so much about what other people think. I don't know. I like to use the phrase, you're not a taco. You can't please everybody. <laughs> I think Fluffy says that. I know where that one came from. I don't know if that's Fluffy, but. I don't know. Fluffy says it also. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's not the originator. Maybe tacos are the originators. Who knows? But if stop trying to please everybody because you're not a taco. Only tacos can please everybody. Right. So we, we get, well, we never got the taco thing, but like we've been told a lot. Like, <laughs> you're, not, you're, just, you're not supposed to make everybody happy and you're not ever going to. Mm-hmm. And so why do we put so much weight on that? And so and that's I like this way where it's like too, we're their people thoughts. Pleasers. Yeah. Their thoughts are like, it's not my business at all for that stuff. That's that's all them. Mm-hmm. If they don't like tacos, it's, that's their problem. Like, I'm not just going to be more taco or your. Or if they start complaining about tacos. Who can complain about tacos? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. It's about the complaining. I think we've talked about this when somebody talked about complaining about tacos. Oh, we have heard people complain about tacos. And we're like, you're making my taco taste bad. <laughs> We stopped hanging out with those people. No bueno. Mm-hmm. So thinking of going back to like what people think of you is none of your business is something so important to me, which we've heard like don't people please don't worry about other people's opinions. But hearing that, I don't know why it clicked. Where it was yeah, like, I know. That's what I'm saying. It's like the way it was phrased, just like it was amazing where I, I was like, you're right. What they think of me is not my business. That's their problem. If mm-hmm. they don't like me for my boldness my graciousness, my humility, my humility for my humor, for my smartness, <laughs> then that's their problem that they don't like that. Not mine. Well, and a lot of times it is it, it, like, well, I mean, not all, it, all the time. It is their problem because mm-hmm. people will project their values and their struggles on you. Mm-hmm. So like one of the things that we notice is that if you start succeeding, when people think that you shouldn't be, mm-hmm. they try to put you like into a box of like, hey, you're not really supposed to be doing that. That's not how the way it's done. Remember when you and Angel used to fight? Yeah. What does that, that have to, kind of stuff. What does that have to do with, <laughs> with success? Okay. I've had that said to me. Yeah. And that's the kind of stuff that comes up and it's like, where they're not used to you like having a good relationship. They're not used to you making more mm-hmm. money. They're not used to you 
outshining them in certain areas. They're not used to you knowing a little bit more than them. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying like we know it all. Like I'm not saying that at all because our biggest value is being teachable. Yeah, we growth is like one of the biggest things. But that we're not for. shy with what that doesn't mean that we're not confident in what we do know. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that scares people because they didn't know what we know, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and it scares them because they're like they're going somewhere and leaving me behind. Yeah. And, and that's insecurity for them and not for you. Right. Or we'll see other people who there's sometimes it's two different people. Some people will see us moving forward. And the direction that we're headed and they get inspired. They're like, okay, if they can do it, I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And we've seen people do it, which is amazing. I love that. There's other people that they feel insecure because we're going forward on something and they're not. And now they're trying to make an excuse of why they're not and try to like even knock us down. Mm -hmm. And those are hard things, especially if they come from family members or loved ones, friends, mm -hmm. you know, if they do that to you, it's like, ouch, that hurts. It's like a knife in your heart almost. Especially if you care about them. If you yeah. don't, then just ignore them. But it, it, Well, part of the quote too is like, so one of the things I don't care about what a whole lot of people say, mm -hmm. but the, those who are close to us, you do care. Like mm -hmm. your your parents, grandparents, uh, siblings, friends. Tias, tios, cousins. Mm -hmm. We have a whole lot of family. Um, so yeah, those are one of those things that you start realizing very, we started realizing it this early this year is people were like, not understanding us mm -hmm. and saying you guys aren't being this enough. You're not being faithful faith enough. You're not being, you know, business enough. It was just too much. And, right. and that was because we were going in a different direction that was not in their direction anymore. Right. And I like this, this quote from Cal Cease and it wasn't meant to be like a super quote, but uh, I remember he, he said it and I wrote it down. And so he says, uh, no one can control you. The only way that they can control you is to put you in a box smaller than themselves. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the whole, that's what people are trying to do is like, they're trying to understand us mm -hmm. and to understand us, they try to put like, these boundaries on us. Like, okay, they fit into this boundary and I know a little bit about this, so they're doing good. Mm -hmm. And so we see it all the time, but now we realize it's not really about us when they start doing those things. It's about their thoughts already, like how they feel about the whole, mm -hmm. their life and what the path that they took. And so it's just one of those interesting things. Yeah. So it's really hard to to do it but it makes sense when this was said to me and it was something that I practiced to do constantly and I was I'm pretty good at it now to um when I hear something hurtful from somebody I care about it's what it's mostly about most for mm -hmm. me I process it with Angel and he brings in a perspective like this is maybe what they're seeing or feeling and it brings me into a clarity of you're right so it does affect you I would recommend processing it with somebody or processing it with yourself or journaling it um, because it you do, you can't hold that on, but you have to like almost be like, bless you for thinking like bless you in your place. But I'm over here and I put, I put boundaries up now where like I mental, don't like mental boundaries or what do you mean? Um, no, even talking to certain people, like I won't express everything to everybody anymore. Oh, okay. So I put boundaries on what you get to know in my life anymore. So before I would maybe tell everybody everything because I didn't it it didn't realize that you didn't have to almost. Mm. And now I put boundaries and I'm talking about loved ones, not um, strangers or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I thought I was like, of course, you're supposed to share with your family like it's good news. You're supposed to share everything. And now I put boundaries in not doing that. You don't need to know until I'm ready to let you know. 
and I'm mm. strong enough to even let you know. So when I have to hear your negative thoughts, I'm already strong enough to come back, combat that. Yeah, that's interesting because we, I mean, we know our families enough that we kind of we know the rea- we not we might not know the exact words that they're gonna say, but we kind of know the reactions of mm-hmm. certain news that we tell them, and and some of it's like. Like, I'm not ready to hear that because it might derail me from where, like, my goals. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's a, a very high concept. And it's been cool that you've been able to do it. Yeah. And, like, at first even recognize that that it's kind of like you're controlling your outcome of it. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I'm hiding a secret because I'm ashamed. It's because you don't see the value that I see in this. Mm-hmm. And so I'm putting a boundary until you can respect me enough to not hurt me with your words. Right. And then part of it is to kind of recognizing your weakness, I guess. Yeah. It's not a weakness, but it's like how much weight you do put on their words. Mm-hmm. And so if they start coming at you. So if you have this brand new idea of like you want to start a new business and you know that your grandfather is going to be like, no, that's not the way you should be doing. It. You should be working hard for your father mm-hmm. or whatever. And you have a weight like because you have respect your grandfather, then it's going to be you don't want to explain that to him yet until you're more sure of yourself. And so that's a yeah, that's really. Yeah. And so that's just something that I do. Now, the second part of what people think of you as none of your business is the positive side of it. Yeah. And that's the part that I was like, yeah, of course, I don't care about accolades or people acknowledging me because I've never had it. (laughs) So (laughs) why would that bother me? And you have to receive compliments. I think that's something we know. It's like yeah. you have to receive them. You can't be like, no, 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 don't compliment me. Or, oh, right back at you. Like that's our instincts. And that was something we learned like to receive like things. But you also ha- can't let that put weight on yourself either. <laughs> yeah, it's still, it's still, it's still about them. Mm-hmm. Like they could be having a good day and be, they see you and they're like, wow, Jen, that, that looks really good. Like nice job. It's still about them. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that we have to realize too is like we can't, expect to uh shut off some of the negative stuff and only accept the positive stuff it's like no it's like we realize this truth that that their thoughts are their thoughts and it's not really about us still Mm -mm. good or bad and so sometimes it feels nice and like it like makes your ego happy or whatever yeah the good stuff but at the same at the same time it's like i'm not doing it for them Mm -hmm. i'm doing it for me and their their thoughts in their head don't really matter to me because it's an after effect almost right they got something out of it so one of the things is we talked about a lot now is that challenge we did with our church and how we've heard them talk good about it. Like they loved it and the success out of it mm-hmm. and stuff. And so we talked about earlier. Um, I don't know if it's in this podcast before or after. Depends on when I choose to upload everything. But we talked about how to focus on the successes more, not the mistakes. Yeah. Before. But when you hear this. So one of the things is that you have to focus on the success to know what's working for your coaching business or whatever. Like for us, it would be a coaching business almost in a sense. So it what would help us to move forward in that way. But the part of it is that we don't put weight in them saying you guys are so smart and that way. So I wanted to clarify because maybe they hear the other one that right. so, they're talking about. So, well, you have to learn from your successes, but we're saying, but what they say to you is not your business. So part of it is feedback. So if you're trying mm-hmm. to influence people and they're giving you bad feedback of like what you're doing for them, mm-hmm. like you're not hearing that you're actually helping them, then you have to take that into consideration and alter what you're doing if you're trying to get an effect. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about judgment where the judgments really doesn't matter to you where, mm-hmm. uh, and it's, it's good or bad judgment. If they're praising you, that's still judgment. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things that we're just letting go. Like that's not, we're not doing it for the judgment. We're doing it for the results. 
Yeah. And we worked with people that were older than us. Um, none of them were, one person was younger than us. Mm -hmm. So to, it was funny is we got, I got, uh, kind of told, I didn't think I could learn anything from you Yeah, because you're younger and I'm over 50 and I know I've been through a lot in life. And I was like, oh, okay. And that was the first statement. <laughs> you don't know how to respond to that because you're just like, okay, well, that's your opinion. Cool. Like you didn't learn anything. And then there was the, but <laughs> you inspired me and I learned so much through this process. And so it was amazing because, you know, then we got to know what they learned and how they learned and everything. Mm -hmm. But so it was interesting because if you stopped at that first sentence, you could have been, I, we could have been um, offended easily. Mm -hmm. But because we didn't care what they thought of us, it didn't offend us. And then they said the second thing that was really nice and sweet. And again, it, it was nice and we received the compliment. But again, it's really none of our business still. Right. And, and that sentence shows exactly the internal thing that they went through because it's all mm -hmm. internal. Like we didn't actually do anything to them. Like we didn't mm -mm. force them to do anything, but they got inspired by us. Like it's all them mm -hmm. seeing us and getting inspired. They did the work. We did like if we did, we're going to do what we're going to do either way. They just grasped it. And and that's what I'm saying about the results where that is a positive feedback of like, OK, what we did this time worked and it actually inspired people, which is what we're after. Mm -hmm. So. When we hear that feedback, it's like, okay, cool. That's something that we're going to try again to do again. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to say is like the, those two sentences. Um, yeah. You could kind of say, yeah, that I guess that was a success, but it's still a judgment. So we don't really put weight on that, that right. part. We don't what, put the meaning behind it. What we Not put like weight on is this is what worked for me. Mm -hmm. You know, the videos that had this or that it did this, you know, I didn't really pay attention to this part. Okay. And so we kind of, you kind of figured it out or maybe it was a lot. And so, okay. Um, but it was last minute. So we had to put weight into that, that we did it. So last minute as well. So that's why you have to be really careful when you focus on certain word, on um, what words you're, or what statements are being said, because some of it is judgment and some of it is actually, um, helpful kind of resources like i want to say but it's not feedback like criticism yeah not yeah positive criticism critique i guess or positive yeah and that's that's part of it too is like or negative you, i mean you some sift of it. through the advice that you get mm -hmm. criticism feedback you sift through that and you you take both good and bad because some of it's like how you grow mm -hmm. and so it's like kind of with everything you if you're going to learn you're going to get outside of your comfort zone because we don't know everything and so mm -hmm. part of that is understanding the feedback yeah. But not taking all of it too, like, to heart. Mm -hmm. No, exactly. So I think that's what we mean about the the positive feedback coming in for us, like, about our ego or about us. It's like, oh, you guys are so smart. Or, oh, you guys live in a great way. Or, mm -hmm. oh, your mindset is so amazing. Um, thank you. We've worked hard. That's why. You know, you can do it too. It's not anything that nobody can do. So we kind of right. go in that way. Is like, oh, thank you for that compliment because we're going to receive a compliment. Um, but we're also going to say, but it doesn't mean this can't happen for you. If you want it, you know, we'll give you the resources. We'll show you how we did it. We don't hide anything because we want everybody to be successful in life. Yeah. But also it kind of changes our, uh, not changes because we never started out this way, but it makes you not do things for the praise because mm -hmm. a lot of times people can get caught up in the accolades and the praise and that's the goal. Mm -hmm. And then, so you start losing your purpose of whatever your, your actual end goal is. And you're just trying to make people happy. And then, so you start losing yourself in that. Yeah. Um, and that's something that you have, I even have to reflect when I do things, um, 
is is this for other people or is this because this is how my higher calling almost mm-hmm. like we keep saying this is my purpose this is where i want to go into so well, I think, that's one of, that's one of the things i always like about having goals is like you know you know your direction so you kind of you are aware of the distractions exactly but so, i think so the other thing we talked about building confidence mm-hmm. in a business in one of our podcasts oh yeah how business helped grow our confidence and so this is one of those those ideas of not caring about what other people think mm-hmm. comes with the confidence when you're more sure of yourself and your actions and not even sure that you're gonna get it right but sure that you're moving in that correct direction that you'll get it right eventually yeah then you don't put as much weight on what other people think yeah and we're still learning yeah like, ooh, it's I always mean, always learning yeah i don't know if you ever like i don't know maybe there is maybe tony robbins truly mastered this tony robbins still learns i'm saying mastered this oh oh about like uh what people think of you is none of your business. Oh, maybe. I'm just saying that. No, I know he's still learning. I think it's never ending learning until the day you die. Um, maybe mm-hmm. if you're unconscious, then maybe you're not learning then. There might be a point where you're like, I don't want to learn anymore. Like, I'm just this is going to be my ways. Yeah. But I'm just saying, I don't know. I don't know. We're still learning this to begin with because still words have effect on me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to sit here and say they don't have effect on me because they do from certain people. And yeah. not everybody. I mean, I've let go a lot of words that used to weigh me down. Now I can care less. But there's just a certain handful that I still, it still stings almost a little bit. Yeah. And I'm learning to go through that. And it's interesting because relationships change. And what I used to need for me to move forward in life, it's almost like because of this new phrase in my life, I'm not needing those relationships anymore. Hmm. Like they're not bringing comfort to me. They're actually damaging me more. And so I'm bringing space and, and um, boundaries into it. Well, I think part of relationships and I know this podcast isn't about that, but part of relationships is you got to know what that, and this is like the very analytical way of doing it, but like, you know what you're, <laughs> what that relationship is for mm-hmm. and what you're getting out of it, what you're putting into it. Mm-hmm. Like out of marriage, it's a lot different than out of my uh, brother's. I would hope so. Yeah. But like, but <laughs> that'd be a little weird. I would come to you for different things than I would go to them for. Mm-hmm. And so advice is one of those things that you can have a lot more clear, like relationships is a lot more tricky because there's a lot more aspects to it. But if you're going to somebody for advice, mm-hmm. you can pick who you're going to take advice from or even uh, consider it from. Mm-hmm. And usually my thought now is go to advice from somebody who's further ahead of in that area than you are. So yeah. like, for instance, in, in, faith or religion i would go to somebody who's been there longer or, but or for entrepreneurship it'd be somebody else yeah well even in math i remember like your mom was like okay you're ahead of me i can't help you anymore oh yeah and i would take that but it's interesting because that's the hardest part so your mom helped you math for mm-hmm. so long because she she's really good at math as well but then you came a time where you said pastor you couldn't go to her anymore mm-hmm. and so then that changes the dynam- dynamic in your relationship because you're no you're no longer needing her in a certain aspect and that could cause um now they didn't have this okay it's math guys but it could, <laughs> yeah. cause, it could cause some tension it could cause hurt you know it just causes because you're no longer needing their covering almost we'll say it that yeah. way like you're no longer needing their advice anymore because they can't help you they right. they aren't growing the same way you are so my mom she's actually so not on math, but on business, she's actually one of the people I went to and still go to mm-hmm. for business advice because she started out uh, her own business when we were young. Mm-hmm. And so she's gone through a lot of things. So I'd go to her for advice and she's able to to talk me through th- some things. Mm-hmm. But you're right. There might be a position where 
the way I'm developing my business is different than hers. And then I might not go to the advice for her that way anymore. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. I wasn't talking like. about her and him, but OK, <laughs> like that. I wasn't saying. No, I'm saying like for me, that just comes to my head right now. Oh, OK. I was like, I wasn't even bringing her up. I was just using guys as an example with math. <laughs> but yeah, there's just those types of relationships that you um, learn from. They were your mentors. They were a second mom, a second dad, mm-hmm. whatever that could be. And then eventually when you realize that they're no longer able to uplift you, they're just kind of weighing you down, kind of like an anchor. It just, it's just a hard, sometimes like there's, if you pass somebody in that area where you, they used to give you advice and now you're at a different level, they might try to contain you and put you back in that box that we were talking about. No. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's just, it's a different thing. Now I'm not saying like you don't have a relationship with them at all. It's just that you're not going to them for certain aspects in life. Mm -hmm. And that's a huge change when you, and especially when the dynamics change where you start giving the advice. Yeah. And so then that brings in like. I don't know if I want to listen because you're supposed you're not supposed to know more than me tension. So it's an interesting dynamic of I like I like well in my experiences lately, I like when that shift happens and people are open to hearing what I have to say too, because it kind of feels like mm-hmm. cool. Like now there's some respect in this area for me. And let's say my mom for business, because I've been doing business for a little bit, like not compared to her, but like no, there's she's been certain, doing it for like 20 years. Right. <laughs> But for certain things, she'll listen to me on some ideas and Mm -hmm. that is cool. Like I like that relationship. So it's not like a one sided conversation. I'm going to her for advice and she just give, give, give to me. It's like now we can bounce ideas around. Mm -hmm. And and I think we both grow out of that, which is really cool. Yeah, I think it depends on who it is, their relationship, their um, their confidence in themselves of being Mm -hmm. okay of. This person might know a little bit more than me in some areas. Um, Like we know a little bit more in social media than your mom. Mm -hmm. And so we can help her in that way for some of her projects. So I think that when you're confident in knowing yourself and knowing who you are, then you're okay with getting advice from people that you you used to be the one to always give advice or give the help to. Yeah. And I think that's where it comes into for us too, is like we always have to have that confidence in hearing from people um, giving us advice that maybe we're like, you never, like you would have never gave me advice before. Right. And so, and that's something that like not to put them down, but to hear them out. And that's maybe even a lesson for us too, to understand that like we, we don't want to be the people that hurt somebody with, because of our ego being hurt. Right. And so it's an interesting concept when you think about what some what people think of you as none of your business is also the same thing about yourself. Yeah. So what you think about others, it's doesn't matter. Like what you think about somebody else's life, it's not your life to think about. Right. Unless yeah. they ask for your advice, like that's the biggest thing. Don't give the advice. <laughs> yeah. It's not it's not your job to put judgment on other stuff. And then whatever you feel about them too is still a reflection of you. Yeah. So I think like the biggest thing is I don't if I don't agree with the way somebody's doing, that's my belief system. Right. It's not theirs. So if they want to go ahead. Buy a Maserati. Buy a Maserati and be in debt for it. Mm-hmm. That's not my belief system, but that doesn't mean they shouldn't do it because that's not my belief system. Yeah. So if they want to go into debt for big things and that's not the way I want to do it, I know that. That doesn't mean that everybody has to live in my plan because that's the only way I think of it. So I think we have to understand, and it would be a little bit easier as well, that what we think about others is none of their business either. And we can have the thoughts because we're human, but we also have to understand that that's 
we got to release them. We can't allow it to control our emotions. It doesn't mean that they're doing it wrong. It just means they're not doing it to our, our, for example, political, like let's say the political world. Uh Oh yeah. Well, I'm not saying like, if you don't agree with certain political people, like if you don't agree with like families are like this to us, if I don't agree with you and your political views, then I'm worshiping the devil. Oh yeah. (laughs) Then I am, I am mistakenly misinformed. And it's almost like that just because they hold your belief system, just because you believe in what they do, what that person says. Now I don't, I think all political people lie, so I don't have faith in any of them. Um, (laughs) but just because I choose to vote one way or another way doesn't make my beliefs any less than your beliefs. Right. And so I think that's why it's so hard, even in the political views, like when you have a different point of view from somebody, they have such a hard time because that's their belief. They feel so attacked when you don't believe the same way. Yeah. And And that's why, that's why people get so passionate because it is a belief. It is a belief. So that's the same way. And that's why you'll get heated up in a political argument easily. And neither one of you are going to back down because you believe it so hard, like so Mm -hmm. hardcore. Yeah, it's like ingrained. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Just because you may not believe what I believe in my political stance, it's none of my, it's none of your business, none of my business. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard thing. And I'm just saying, I, 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 that's the same way. Like we've been attacked. <laughs> People thinking they know what we believe polit- politically. We've never even stated anything. Right. And we're like, <laughs> where did you learn this from? <laughs> like, stop assuming, guys. Stop assuming from people. Um, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's truly what we've gone through. And so what the person thinks, what we believe is none of my business either, Mm -hmm. because I don't have to explain myself either to anybody, um, in life. The only person I, I think I said this, I just talked to my grandfather and I was saying that I had to tell somebody, the only person I have to be accountable to explain my life to and let him know where I'm at all, all, almost all times, not all times, is my husband. He's the only one who gets to know, ask me a question about my life. Right. Everybody else. Because it matters. Like, <laughs> it, it matters to us. It changes. Yeah. And I was just telling him that. I was like, he's the only one who is allowed to ask me a question like, where were you? Yeah. <laughs> If you're not married to me, do not ask me where I was at. <laughs> so it's a hard subject, but it's something that helps me like get over things quicker. That's why I like. I like these kind of quotes because they're almost like, I guess like a mantra. Like it's kind of like a, mm-hmm. you can put a, a title on your belief. So we mm-hmm. have a bunch of like miscellaneous ones. And so we put them on Instagram, but I realized on Instagram, they don't mean anything unless you like internalize it. And so we've been working on internalizing these, like the yeah. whole like responding versus reacting. Yeah, or progress over perfection. Um, yeah, we don't have a plan A. We our plan yeah, we don't have a plan B, just a plan A. Yeah, so all those sort of things, I like them especially cuz like when you can internalize them and you actually get what they mean. So when you internalize them, when thoughts come in your head that are opposite of this, you remind yourself of, yeah, that's none of my business. When mm-hmm. it's like, "Oh man, that guy said something to me." And you start dwelling on it, and it's like, "Oh wait, that's none of my business." I like it because it puts the words to it. And they also don't get to like when you do that, they don't get to identify who you are mm-hmm. when you take that power away if you kind of let them have that power it's like they're giving you your identity yeah and so you take that power of being like wait you don't know my identity you don't know what i've done you don't yeah. know the you work don't get, you don't get to say who i am yeah it's kind of like that yeah and though it sounds like you're you're being mean you're not 
because they're being mean right back trying to give you a false identity mm-hmm. so it's okay and i'm not saying be mean like uh like don't argue it just say it in your head and be like and then i disconnect from you <laughs> mentally yeah, that's, that's part of it too is like the arguing yeah when, you, when you're trying to com- persuade somebody the opposite of of what you think mm-hmm. like nobody wins in arguments like really nobody ever does because nobody wants to change their beliefs so mm-hmm. now it's just like all right i believe what i am what i believe and you have a different point of view mm-hmm. and so we don't argue that kind of stuff anymore nope we don't it's, have arguments like that none of our business Mm-mm. it's truly something that has changed one of the things that have changed my life this year i think i think it's been coming more and more my mantra this i thought something else but now i can't remember what it is so it must not be <laughs> during quarantine this was like what people think of me is none of my business because i really did like explode during quarantine Mm -hmm. allowing people to see me so i had to allow that to be in there so when people try to give me advice in their own way it was like all right i can i can hear you out i don't i don't have to even fight myself i don't even have to justify myself i heard them i hear what you say and then i just let it go and i can't even tell you what they said because that's how much right i let it go like, I don't remember. I I mean, I had a few people say something and I'm just like, okay, but I can't tell you what they said. I don't remember. And that's because it didn't have weight into my life. Do you know one of, one of the things that reminds me of right now? But is, I didn't tell them that either, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's the other thing is like people, people don't, other people don't understand this. Mm-mm. So when you say something that's kind of harsh or so contradictory, they actually might take it very personal. Yeah. If I said, oh, okay, I hear what you say, but I put no weight into it. Mm-hmm. That's going to cause a emotional reaction. So one of the things that reminded me of is, uh, I think there's an image, but basically it's one way to silence the haters is to show them your success. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what, what this is too, where it's like, you don't have to fight back with people who are going to be doubting you or anything. It's like, mm-hmm. but if you have that belief in you and you're going to keep moving forward on it, like we do now, mm-hmm. you can come back later in five years and be like, yeah, this is, this is what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Or, and you show them. And then there's like, no, there's no fight pushback on that because you're showing them the act, the mm-hmm. evidence is there. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's all I got. Yeah, it's good. All right, all right. Don't forget to follow us at Instagram or Facebook at, or both. I mean, both is a great option. I'm pretty sure you have both these days. Probably both on your phone. Yeah. At reject the regular. Spell it out. R E J E C T R U E. Reg. No, G- it's, it's the regular spelling for reject <laughs> and the and regular. <laughs> just just Google it. <laughs> you can't spell it. I don't think I spelled it correctly. You didn't. <laughs> That's just, why we're, we're giving up on that. J, reject, G. reject the regular. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think I spelled that right. All right, just go follow us. See, yeah. go find our other. Um, trust you guys. You guys can figure it out. Go find our other mistakes that we post. Let us see. <laughs> Show them out to us. Until then, dream big and take action. Bye.